The Neo Reality Entertainment brand expands with a relaunch of the Neo Reality Collective Pop Culture News Talk. Your host, Eric Brown, gives his insights and thoughts in the ever-expanding news world of comic books, professional wrestling, gaming, TV, and movies. Be sure to donate to the brand and keep up to date with additional content on YouTube channels such as Neo Reality Entertainment, NRE The Wrestleverse, and NRE Pop Culture Omniversa. Well, we made a last time we last were in Inferno by Jonathan Hickman. Destiny was back. Yay. I'm sure this is not going to come back and bite everybody in the ass. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, so when we last slept off, Magneto and Charles Xavier were clearly thinking that they were royally screwed. Because if Mystique and Destiny don't kill them, Moira will. I'm like, she can't, but still. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and now, now it's become a crisis event for them. But we don't know what happened on that front, and as the X-Tiles start to fully, but slowly, but fully start to ingratiate themselves into the Inferno time period, thus negating the Trial of Magneto even more so, oh, they are now catching up with the Inferno event. So it's basically being like what Doomsday Clock was supposed to be, but ultimately never fulfilled itself to become because DC's politics screw screwed everything up. So here we go, we got do over. So now Moira Matagra has to deal with this now looming crisis. Desi, Mystique, and last but not least, Nimrod, the most dumb name for an imposing force. I'm still confused by that, and I know Nimrod's been around for decades. So yeah, the X-Men are kind of screwed, aren't they? Yeah, they are indeed screwed. But all may not be lost. Okay, actually, all may be lost. I'm mean, like, it's not at the same time because, well, we know where this story has to end. It can't end Krakoa's age because Krakoa is for a while because Marvel's politics stopped it from ending. But at least the tiles are catching up for things to connect to each other. But that's beside the point. Uh... I'll get to that when I can. So, yeah. Destiny's back. And she looks to be taking a spot on the council. We get to see the interwoven fallout. And we'll be panicking afterwards. Because some other things that may go horribly wrong for them. That might make Brian Michael Bendis' disassembled event. Be kisser child's play. What, what Hickman may do to them. So, let's dig after these messages to go into Inferno by Jonathan Hickman, Issue 2. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody. We're back, and now we get to talk about Inferno, Issue 2 by Jonathan Hickman. And this time it's with another artist, because they have different artists, artists for each issue. In order to, you know... 
best artist. Sadly, Pepe Larraz is not available for this. Damn you, X-Men by Gary Duggan! Or something. But anyways, uh, we get another quote. Omega Sentinel, see what I really am. Ominous. Together, Professor X, Magneto, and Mora Mategra banded together, using Mora's knowledge from the past lives that she had lived, thanks to her mutant ability and reincarnation, to build the mutant nation of Krakoa. But nothing can be built without getting one's hands dirty. So to cure this new mutant age, Mora has been hidden away, and Professor X and Magneto have been secretly blocking the resurrection of the mutant known as Destiny because of the threat she poses to Moira. When Mystique, tired of being strung along by the Quiet Council, goes behind their back to resurrect her late wife. They, the, the carefully laid house of cars that Professor X, Magneto, and Moira have built around for themselves threatens to come tumbling down. And we get the credit from Hickman as both the writer and have X. Uh, I would pronounce the artist's name, but I can't. And David Carell, the color artist for this event. I'll get to what I'm thinking what the story's also doing from an artistic standpoint, but I'll get to that after. We cut to then at the Oracle, where Mystique he travels to see the Mask of Destiny. With a determined look, she aces the, the, the Oracle region and, and transforms into Magneto? He enters the ship and enters Island M? And then she takes the helmet and transforms into Xavier and retrieves the data file of Destiny. Yep. And something that can't be done in other anywhere else besides TV and movies and comics. Well, mostly comics. They would have to use a flashback sequence to do that. But then, you know, they don't leave you hooking for the next chapter unless you do a TV show. But... Yeah, it turns out that entire scene where they're going ahead and looking like they're destroying the the backups of Destiny, turns out it was Mystique all around recovering everything to bring her back. And Sinister caught a wind of it because he could tell, say, look at you, all dressed up, playing a part as always. You know, some people think they're clever. And then there's us, the absolutely fabulous... This Mr. Sinister of Bar Sinister. I am fabulous. Then we get the Professor, also known as Mystique, with the five. Okay, time to do our thing, people. Laura says, today, the Professor's watching, because that's never happened before. Oh, wait. Here we go. Elixir, start us off. Eva? Delicately now and precise, just as I asked. I'll do my best, sir. And with one last kiss, death is defeated once again. And thus, Destiny's body is resurrected. Now it's all up to you, Professor. Have you done this yet, Hope? What? Have you done this yet? Put a soul back into their shell. No, sir. Not yet. Well then, it's graduation day. What do I do? Open your mind to the machine. See the interface. I... yeah, I do. You should find the cataloging intuitive. You're looking at the latest version of host 11A178. See it? Yes! Be a good girl and put that mind back where it belongs. And... yeah, no one seems to notice that, yeah, there's a skull on top of the professor's forehead this whole time in the blinding light. 
Oh boy. But Mystique manages to hide it back into the into her forehead in her transformation. And as Hope saying, says, I did it. Yes. Yes, you did. As Mystique Xavier sheds a tear, and it was a job well done. We should all celebrate this. But this is a unique resurrection. From here on out, things will have to be handled delicately. So I'm sad to say you'll have to celebrate on your own. I understand. Here you go. No, you keep it. You've earned it. Wow. Uh, okay. Thank you, sir. Er, I'm pretty sure Xavier's not going to get the deposit back on that. I, I, I can see it all. I can. Back. Yes. Oh my god, yes, you are. Raven? I'm here. I, I feel younger than I should be. Yes, you're the age you were when we first met. It's my welcome back gift for the both of us. God, I missed you. How long, how long have I been? And, and she screams in horrible pain as Mystique asks what's wrong. Uh, revealing that due to being, you know, someone who sees the past, present, and future, kind of... Yeah, it kind of drives a person mad. Get away from her here. Someplace still, someplace quiet. During the first week she returned, Destiny was almost driven mad by the endless, seeming atemporal waves of possible futures which were all completely alien to her. She was lost, a seer out of time, but as hard as the first week was, the second was more difficult. Love brought her back, that and the undying loyalty of wife desperate to be reunited with wife. However, while Desi was unchanged, frozen in time, from when they last saw one another, which was probably 10 to 20 years ago, when they last saw one another, Mystique had changed. She thought that the years had been made her hard, immune to weakness. So when she was surprised when Destiny asked, What has happened to you? What have you done? What have you become? She was even more surprised that it broke her. So Mystique breaks down in tears. Here's now realizing the horrific event she's done. Which... Yeah, week, week free brought forgiveness and a reforged alliance of heart and purpose for all mutants, but most of all for each other. Week four brought a plan. Week four brought a vote. So, yep, this is 100% Destiny in her younger body. And last but not least, this is not Mystique disguised. Not a clone Mystique disguises her. So, we are royally screwed, aren't we? Now we come to the present. A vote has been requested by a sitting member regarding our sister, Destiny, joining this council. A vote has been called, and as such, it must be answered. I want to caution you, even though we have just talked about the need to find replacement council members, I have questions of this particular vote and this particular mutant. How was she resurrected? Who oversaw it? But these questions will wait until after this vote and the next vote, as I will be calling one to immediately follow the other. And what will we be voting for then on then, Charles? Something monumental, I hope. Some line in the sand pertaining to some chip on your shoulder? We will be voting to remove you. Would you like for me to tell you how that's going to go? Moving on. I vote against Destiny joining the council, this council, and I encourage you all to do the same. I agree. No. As do I. Kurt looks debated, then looks at Mystique, and... Says it will probably be po it's probably pointless, but I'll vote yes because I think it will please you, mother, and thus it would please me to do so. 
Thank you, Kurt. I can tell you I've raised a great boy, especially the amount of times I've tried to kill you mercilessly, tortured you, maimed you, nearly killed you on several occasions, and have disowned you on like 85 occasions. Wait. Three to one. Exodus? What exactly is that you're asking me for? I'm going to call a vote at the next quiet council meeting to add a member. I would like your support. It sounds like you want my blind support. I have centuries of experience being called a zealot. A zealot. Not for one cause or the other. Of course, I now know I have only ever believed in one thing. But I had to see the promised land before I truly understood who I was and what I wanted. Now that I have reached it, now that I am home, I have to warn you. I cannot be bribed, bargained with, or convinced. Not blindly. I need that to have a reason. That reason must be grounded in the promise of Kokoa. What if I told you that there is a prophet soon to be resurrected who can see the future of this great land and how best to preserve and uplift it? What if I told you that prophet would have had a name, and that name was the same as she what she offered? A destiny, would you say it? What would you say then? I would tell you that I am a believer. I vote yes, sinister. We have to stop running into each other like this. After all, it's a bad look for you, dear. You wanting something from me? Pretending to be generous? What do you mean? You haven't seen one another since the last council meeting. Oh, that's good. I love it when an actor is committed to playing their part. So allow me to play mine and outrageously question why I would I accept the debasement of myself in support of you and your demands? Illuminate me, good thespian. Spell it out for me. It's simple, really. The great men don't want you to do it, and they will demand that you comply. Well argued. <laughs> anyway, did I tell you I'm fabulous? I also vote yes. And of course, so do I. Hate, there is no way in hell I'm voting for this. Absolutely not. And she's pouting and puffing her cheeks out like she's a toddler. So, we're tied. Four to four. Shaw? You seem confused. I assure you there is no stagnant at work here. I simply don't care one way or the other. These games between you and the other council members, entertaining as they may be, are not my current concern. So if you want my support, pick another approach. Are you going to bribe me or are you going to convince me? Sebastian, I would never insult you by implying that you could be bought. What exists as beyond the purse of the Black King? Nothing. So we'll have to sell on giving you a good reason. Yes, it seems so. I know for a fact that Emma's going to vote against it. I vote yes. Then it falls to you, Emma. Vote to no and it's a tie, which means it fails to move forward. How do you vote? There's some kind of synthetic variant that we're trying to sniff out the origin of, and there's an X-Corp acquisition that has to be completed in the next hour or so. As you can see, I'm quite busy at the moment, Raven. I hope this is important. What do you need? Actually, I have something that you need. If you say a pedicure, pedicure or a stiff drink, I have to concede. You would be correct, but I do not think that would get you very far. And you look like someone, reach, someone reaching for something. I heard through the grapevine you wanted this. A black box. The Hickman Mystery Box. Oh dear. I've been trying to secure this for months. How did you get this? And we learned that Mystique traveled all across the world and met a bunch of what I presume masked Arabian disguised men in disguise and got their asses kicked and she took it. 
So that was crazy. So let me get the if I get this straight. Uh, it took you months to try and even get a hint of where this is. It took Mystique probably a week to figure it out and, you know, beat four guards up to get it. Emma, I'm starting to question your business tactics the old fashioned way. Do you want it? Yes. What will you give me for it? Whatever you ask within reason. There's going to be a vote at the next council meeting, and you, White Queen, are going to vote yes. I vote yes. Which I suppose means, welcome to the Quiet Council, Destiny. And Kate is pissed. Thank you. Feels good to be back. It feels better to be wanted. Now, you said something about calling another vote, Charles. Or do you want to take my word for how it's going to go and spare yourself a painful and pointless exercise? Xavier and Magneto look at each other. I think we're done here for the day. Meanwhile, on the Orcus Forge. Buffer looks good. Conduit is stable. Green across the board. Ready when you are, Director Devo. Just say the word. Proceed. Powering on. Establishing connection with the Terra Verde node. Node connected. Translocator active on both ends. Increasing power. Little surge here. Yellow. We're still good. Preparing to open when the buffer's failing. Translocator disabling. Right across the board. We're almost there. We need... No. Shut it down. Damn it. Director, I apologize. I thought this would be the... Hey, did we make it further than last time? Did we learn something? Yes, Director. Buffer almost held... We're definitely closer. Then there you go. Never apologize for progress. Why don't we review the logs? Go over the numbers. I'll help. Maybe a fresh set of eyes to see what you need. Thank you, Director. Nimrod stays behind and then says, I couldn't help but notice you lingering on the edge of things. You've been watching me. Yes, I've noticed you noticing. Why? You've been online for what many here on this station would consider a short time. But we both know that you've been running simulations in tandem, aging up as it were. It's efficient. I know. I've just been waiting for you to get to where you need to be. And where is that? Here and now, I think. So, you can look at me and see what I really am. And Nimrod smiles, I think. And I'm like, oh, like, are we really doing this Nimrod being a, to being a big kid? I kind of liked it when he was the great beast. And not this happy, lucky kid face. It's just weird. So anyways, more of is being told what happened to Destiny, and she's taking it quite well when she throws a glass bottle into the wall. What the f*** do you mean Destiny's back? We went to the council meeting to implement our plan to send Motion Mystique's removal and the erasure of Destiny, only to find out they've been ahead of us for quite some time. Mystique called for a vote to have Destiny seated on the council. There's no way they voted to the vote was six to four in favor. How? Why? We should have seen the Nightcrawler learn my support the idea of his mother's happiness, and we should anticipate a prophetic fury appealing to Exodus. But we would never have expected the White Queen to vote the way she did. Apparently, Mystique made an offer she couldn't refuse. This is... This is a disaster. It won't take her long to see me, it will take her even less time to see through the two of you. You don't want to test these women. They'll be blind for a season, but once they see, it will be them or us. So it's a simple equation, gentlemen. Solve for X. 
Mora sometimes do sound entirely too pragmatic about actions that might lead to you having blood on your hands. I have ten lives and a thousand years of actual blood on my hands, Charles. This is how I always sound. Well, can you kill her? She wears a metal helmet on her head, but I won't do that. Why not? Like it or not, she sits on the council. I'm not a child, and I can tolerate a certain level of pragmatism when it comes to how things are run here in paradise, but I have waited my whole life for this place. I won't defile it just because you find it expendent. You have to do something! There's still a seat that needs filling. Maybe we make our own offer that we can't refuse. That's just transactional, Eric. Not if the offer is the truth. That's not transactional. It's total commitment. You want to bring someone inside? Yes, and I think this is an opportunity to see what kind of footing we're on. And you want to pick the White Queen, don't you? Why? Because she's someone we can trust. Trust. If it's going to be her, it should be because she sees someone and who will understand the gravity of what we're doing and what we might be up against. Because God knows what Mystique and Destiny are doing right now. Oh, well, they could be free. They could be, after years of not being together, bonk each other's brains out, probably. Nah. Apparently, Mystique is apparently transmitting messages to Destiny about the Nimrod, the Quiet Council, how many times she's died, and wondering what the hell's going on, and now she's starting to catch up onto some things. Apparently, there was a mission law that was set for for standby for a strike team and she has been now redacted heavily back at mutant ops control update no primary or secondary threats pinging today all quiet on the cocoon front signing off for scheduled break-in Doop, and that's lunch standby mode security automation engaged she goes to leave and then pops into existence again security automation disengaged Doop. <clears throat> Security automation disengaged. Be doop. And she start and this late then this character starts pressing computers in and only to redact the reports that were made. Aid and she makes her departure. Revealing that it's in fact Mystique disguising as multiple people. She then enters a building where the scientist is passing by on their cell phone. I'm just running after a few things. I should be back in 20 minutes. Taking her car, she transforms into the said woman and, and report and one of the soldiers take notice and says, I thought you were leaving. Forgot something. And she enters the portal and just goes, not what I was expecting. I mean, like you were not expecting a bunch of monkeys. I'm like, did everyone just forget what universe they're in? And I mean, oh my God. This is kind of the thing I'm bringing up. They seem to forget they're in a universe where there is a literal god running around that's a giant fish, probably. Oh, well, there's a guy that eats plants, but we don't really talk about him. He's dead now. Oh, it is something, though, isn't it? A translocator that can reach the forge? Well, powered by the forge and activated on this end? When it becomes active, we can have an open to the doorway to the inner ring and force feed this sick world the medicine it needs. The mutants thought our terraforming plan was something, just wait until they witness the forward power of the sun. Yeah, especially when the sun burns out and kills everyone in a billion years. 
Yes, something so right that the world is blind to it. That will be a sight to see. So, whatever that was for, she disappears and leaves, and we cut to the Louvre, Paris, where everyone's attending to see a statue, only to be commanded everyone out, leaving more and Metagrit to stand at the statue. Nice trick, must be useful. From time to time, you're more Metagrit. I thought you died. Many, many times. What's going on here? And this is the moment Magneto should bring up. You do realize I am a guy that had my head decapitated by Wolverine, right? I think you should be like... <sighs> okay, um... Why does everyone forget that they're in a comic book universe? <laughs> like, how many times has Emma Frost died? How many times has Moira died? Like, she died once, then it was revealed she faked her death, but still... Magneto's been legitimately killed off on several occasions and come back. So why is it just hard for her to be like, wait, what? I don't understand what you're saying. After the boat, we asked why you did what you did. You could tell we were upset and you said, if there's some other game being played here, Eric, instead of you being, instead of being angry, you should deal me in. Well, this is us doing that very thing. I know you were are a brilliant geneticist but no offense how is a human scientist at the heart of whatever is going on with the council and the two of you one that's a very long and complicated question that has even longer and more complicated answers and two she's not human she's mutant what all i can tell you is read her mind and see for yourself go ahead take a look and we get the exact same scene that happened in house of x and powers of 10 and where more, but this time it's Emma Frost seeing it, and the realization breaks her. Er, Emma Frost is stuck in fierce, near realizing the the ten lives she's lived, and Mora is in her. Why won't my hips unsway? As if she's trying to be powerful over Emma Frost. I can't. I can't. No. It, Emma. I know it's disorienting. Please let me. Don't. Let me help. Don't touch me. I understand how you feel. It was difficult when I first learned all this. And how long ago was that, Eric? We have been playing this for quite some time, Emma. How long? You have to know that. How long? You feel left out. It's understandable, but that's looking at all this the wrong way. Outside of us, you're the first one in. Because we trust you. It's more than that. We need you, Emma. Your nation needs you. Of course, for the children. You've manipulated me for years, and now I can see what kind of threat a precog represents. Well, I'm a true mutant, and I sit on the council, so I'll give the matter the proper consideration. But my loyalty? You arrogant fools have lost that forever. At least until the next time we reboot everything and everyone just forgets this happened. Oh, sweet merciful crap. So, Emma leaves in her diamond form, naturally pissed off and cryptic, and the three left to ponder what just happened. Did we just make her an enemy of her? Her? I do not know. One thing's for sure. It's safe to say she truly understands the gravity of what we're doing. I'll admit, I was wrong. Oh, yes. And the two of you were right. We're better off with someone we know we can trust. Meanwhile, at the Quiet Council, we put the name forth, and that name has rung out. A mutant to join our number and fill the final seat on the council. 
So now we vote. I don't like this one the way this one looks. No. I refuse to accept this. For you see, I am clearly fabulous, and I refuse to acknowledge this atrocity of a duplicate. Yes. Exodus. No. Mystique. Yes, of course. Kate. Emma. Yes. Sebastian Shaw. No. I am overjoyed to vote. Yes. As am I. Yes. Yes. I also vote yes. No. 7-4. Four, four against. We have once again added a new, our, to our number. Now we are whole. Welcome, brother. We are honored to have Colossus join us this quiet council. In him we can trust. I'm sure that's not at all going to backfire if anyone's been paying attention to what's going on in X-Force. So yeah, that's the end of the issue, and yeah, let's talk about this connected thread part. Um, remember when I said that the issues are now catching up with this event? Well, in X-Force 24, which came out, this kind of doesn't help much for them. Because in X Force 24, it's revealed that Colossus is under a unknown mind is unknowingly under a mind control owned by the Russian government. So they have Russian spider Russian control bots controlling Colossus unknowingly, which he doesn't know. Xavier doesn't know. Therefore, the only people that know is the Russian government, and now they have access to the most powerful seat in the Kirkone government. I'm sure this is not all going to build to a disaster. As for the artwork, the artwork is pretty damn awesome, and the coloring, this is the part where I wanted to get into. The coloring seems slightly duller in this whole series so far. Like, it's, like, I think that's intentional. Like, House of X and Powers of Ten were, were colored by Mar Martia Garcia's, and this one is, is colored by Daniel Curell, and I feel like this is the idea. House of X and Powers of Ten are to be this bright, vibrant, colorful new era to the X-Men and this new nation that's going to happen for them. As this now represents its dulling, it's starting to decay a bit, and it looks like and the shadows are leaning looming more over this, meaning that symbolizing that yes, this is gonna end very, 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 very badly. Also, there is a noticeable art error in the uh page where Colossus shows up so the Quiet Council all watches Colossus come in but uh Mystique has completely vanished from the chairs and Destiny's in her seat when Destiny was in the seat besides Magneto and Xavier so Error. so yeah, now Colossus is part of the Quiet Council, also known as Mother Russia, is in the Quiet Council. Nimrod's he and as issue 3 it indicated in solicitations, Nimrod's going to strike, it's going to all go badly, and I'm pretty certain I've just become a monkey's uncle. <laughs> We're doomed! <laughs> We're doomed! So, congratulations everyone, we've fucked up big time. So I wrote this on Twitter briefly. We went from we went from uh, Kirkcon Crisis to uh, oh my god, we're entering Game of Thrones level politics. We're screwed. 
like this is what I said. Um, let me see if I can find it. Because uh, I do a lot of Twitter work. Uh, yeah, we're in Game of Thrones level deep now. If you've been paying attention to X-Force, the ending could result in surpassing the Avengers disassembled event from years prior in the next issue when Shinkoa's enemies strike. And then I posted a video where Simmons just said, from References Blue says, the world is breaking, we're all gonna die. Which basically sums up that, yeah, they're, they're, everyone's screwed. So, Nimrod's going to strike and probably kill everybody. Or at least they're gonna kill Xavier and Charles and they'll be resurrected in the Christ in the aftermath, probably, as the opening of Inferno number one indicated. But now Emma Frost is in on the conspiracy conspiracy group. And she has now decided she's no longer loyal to Xavier and Magneto for what they have done. But she but she's being pragmatic and realizes the threat that this all poses, so I think we did better, right? <laughs> so anyways, yeah, that was Inferno number two, Jonathan Hick by Jonathan Hickman and the artist whose name I cannot pronounce. I've tried prior to this recording. Oh yeah, so feel free to check out my other content in all channels of social media. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at NeoRealityENT. Be sure to follow my YouTube channels in the description I have below. And be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channels and check out my other content. Oh, God. Oh, this is going to be a dark day for the X-Men in issue three, probably. Because this is a four-issue series and we're going to reach the chaos point, aren't we? Good luck, man. And good luck, mutants. You're really going to need it. Be sure to donate to the brand and keep up to date with additional content on YouTube channels such as Neo Reality Entertainment, NRE The Wrestleverse, and NRE Pop Culture Omniversa.